WGSO. The annual Spring Music Festival is coming for a great hopping weekend with Swamp Pop Country Rock Music, Food and Crafts, Music by Aaron Foray, Sons of the Beach, The Rough and Ready Band, Shorts in December, and more. Friday, Saturday, March 15th and 16th, tickets for adult campers, guests, and the public, $20. At Hidden Oaks Family Campground, Highway 190 East Hammond. For more details, hiddenoaksfamilycampground.com. For another installment of the Food Show, almost another week. On, well, today's the last day of the month. Happy Leap Day to everyone. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris. I would love to talk food with you. That's what we do here. 556-9696 is the number. So let's see what you missed, Patty. Not much yesterday. Who did we have on? <clears throat> Boy, it's like one day goes and then that's it. I don't remember it. Um, I have to think about. Jos- I talked a lot to Josh Estelle. You had on yesterday. Yes, correct. We did. We had Josephine Estelle on. We talked about one of my obsessions, Cacho a Pepe. We're gonna have to get a. I started to say this, Patty. We're gonna have to get a, um, a like a sound effect for dragging over my soapbox. Because I have a lot of them, you're right. I mean, just a couple, but they're they're pretty beaten up, I would say. <laughs> they seem to be anyway. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to me, I would love to talk to you about food. I spoke to Josh quite a bit about his obsession. What's it? Toops meadery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I would say that's every bit as much an obsession with him as uh, all of my things are. I was too. I was oh. gonna I was gonna tell him, but I didn't think about it before I left. I was gonna tell him Toops to him is like La Coretta to you. <laughs> that's exactly right. Although I don't think he goes to Toops as much as we go to La Coretta. No, probably not. I will say this, and I'm glad you brought up La Coretta. You will not be, however. But um, we had vows over the weekend. I, you know, despite what I, despite the impression that I give, I don't actually eat a lot of Mexican food. I like chori queso. So when we go to La Coretta, that's pretty much all I get. If you're talking about enchiladas or any of the other things, I almost never get anything like that. I got the empanada at, uh, Vals, because I do really love empanadas. Meat pies, generally right? Generally speaking, yeah, same thing. Just, I like the meat pies. I like them when they're called meat pies. I like them when they're called empanadas. Not as much a fan uh, of the Cornish pasty. Not not that much of a fan of that. There's too much other stuff besides meat and and um, pastry and that the pastry is not all that good but everywhere there is I think a meat pie in just about every culture and it's called something different but I do love empanadas and I loved the one at Val's 
But generally speaking, I am a chorizo and cheese and guac and chips person in a Mexican restaurant. And that's pretty much it. And I will say this, as much as I make fun of La Coretta, I do really think it has the best of that that I've had. The queso fundido at Val's, I didn't care for even enough to eat it the rest of the way. The dog is going through it. It's it's mostly cheese. It was pretty much solidified when it arrived at the table with just a layer of chorizo that had a funny flavor that I didn't really care for. And I, I, did, I didn't eat it. And I cannot believe I'm saying that I did not eat a queso fundido, but I did not. And I think that that's pretty much true across the board, with the exception of Johnny Sanchez, who I think has a very good one. And Habaneros is pretty good too. But I, I just feel like the little, the little, and I don't mean to demean it because I think it's actually really good at La Coretta. So whenever we go to La Coretta, we get the chori queso, we get a side of pico and make a meal out of that. And I just, I love it. But as I go to these other places, I'm curious to see what their queso is like. I don't care for the ones so much at Las Cruces. Definitely not Felipe's. And I just can go through the list and I'm just saying, I'm going back to my, I call La Coretta my favorite but incredibly ordinary Mexican restaurant. And maybe that's not even fair because I don't eat the rest of it and I don't compare their enchiladas to someone else's enchiladas or any of that other thing. But in the one thing that I do compare it, they come out on top, to my taste, anyway. 5569696 is the number. So, yeah, but the Chips is a lot more expensive than La Coretta. And I think that he just goes when his girlfriend is in town. Yeah, you're right. But I did learn from him yesterday that when I have an urge for cracklins, I can satisfy that at barbecue places around town, which I was not aware of and will be pursuing now. Mm, me either. Not that I need or anyone needs to eat more cracklins. <laughs> but sometimes when I feel like eating a cracklin, I really do want a cracklin. And I don't want to drive all the way to Scott to get it. So, uh... It's nice to know. He said that Blue Oak has them, which they do indeed. The way we got into Cracklins was I was saying that I'm not a fan of tubes really at all, except I think their Cracklins are really good. And I was uh, excited to find out that I could get them at barbecue places. He said Devil Moon has them. And uh, Blue Oak has them. And he said maybe others do too. I don't know. I've never checked Central City. I'll have to look and see if they have cracklins. Maybe it's a it's a not an everyday thing, but it was literally on the menu at Blue Oak. So I'm going to be pursuing that when I am next in the neighborhood. Today is Surf and Turf Day, something I have never understood. What about you, Patty? Do you get surf and turf much? No, no. I, I pick one, I feel like. You know? Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> it's like, it's a huge plate of food. You don't need to eat all that anyway. And it's either a huge plate of food or it's a little bitty steak with a little bitty piece of seafood. 
Well, the seafood piece is usually lobster, right? But yeah, I don't know. Have you ever seen it with anything else? I've seen it with shrimp, yeah. You have? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't understand. Nah, me either. Or the combination. As a matter of fact, in all of my books on how to get skinny that I read, uh, they actually say that there's like a chemical reason you shouldn't put proteins together. I think there's a taste reason that you shouldn't. I mean, I, I feel like there's a there's a meat thing and there's a seafood thing. And you you know, you're you're opting for one thing or another, except turf. It's kinda of weird. Speaking of seafood, last night I had the crawfish I went to Mandeville Seafood and got some of their crawfish so I could taste their crawfish and judge their texture and all that and see if it's like a weird season from texture, which it is not. And, of course, the flavor is always terrific because Will is superb at doing that. So I bought two pounds and ate some of them, but I did not have time to eat, like really eat them. So I decided I would save them and make a creamy crawfish pasta, which I love. And so last night was the night to do that because it was not all that pretty. And uh, I boiled some pasta for Tom. And I got the, the crawfish shells and put them in a pot of water and I will tell you the rest of what I did when I come back but we're going to take a break right now be back with more the food show after this Mandeville Seafood has been a local favorite serving their house-made roast beef poor boys seafood poor boys and even a french fry poor boy in a fast casual environment here is an extensive menu of salads and sandwiches and fried seafood baskets and platters as well as sides like stuffed artichokes meat pies and jalapeno cheese bites, and we love the very attentive service here at Mandeville Seafood Restaurant and Market, celebrating 25 years. Parish Coffee is a small-batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. I won't dance. Don't ask me. I won't dance. Don't ask me. I won't dance, madam, with you. Okie dokie. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number if you want to talk to me. Uh, Patty, Tom has just exited the kitchen and I need to make sure there isn't a fire brewing or something. So um, talk about the Cajun Ninja. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited about uh, Marianne having the Cajun Ninja on today. He is a TV cook, I guess you would call him. He um, travels around. He's going to be at the Home and Garden Show this weekend that is in New Orleans. And he travels around cooking New Orleans type food, Louisiana food, and he's just got a great personality. Okay. He's a lot of fun. I think uh, you're going to have a good time talking to him. Okay. I'm glad I went and looked at that <laughs> because, because uh, I had a 
I have a pot of chicken stock with the vegetables on the stove. And I just saw Tom, it's a good thing that I saw him coming through with napkins because the fact that he had napkins meant that he had uh, disengaged the napkin holder. And I just had a little premonition that it might be right next to the hot burner, which indeed it was. So go on up. Good call. Just, <laughs> you know, we're upping the ante of unpredictability here on the food show. Let's not go that far, I think. 5569696 is the number. It's the first pot of stock I've had on in a while. I don't know why, I just have sort of fallen out of the uh, routine of boiling the chicken bones. I have to, uh, Mike is going to be upset, but I think I'm going back to Fresh Market. I picked up a hard-to-come-by rotisserie chicken at, at uh, Whole Foods today, and um, it's not as well done as I liked. And so I'm, I think I might have to go back to, the only problem with that is the plastic containers. Then I have to worry about getting rid of them. So I guess I'll just cook it a little bit more. But anyway, this is my first pot of uh, vegetable bone broth, which I tend to use for everything. So last night I boiled the pasta and I, uh, I picked the crawfish, put the tails in a little bowl. And I had the pasta, which I'm doing only Italian pasta now. So uh, <clears throat> you have to make a special effort to get that. And after I boiled it, I had the crawfish. I also had put the crawfish shells into a pot of boiling water. And I had that stock there. So I put some... Uh, butter, mushrooms, spinach, and peas in a pan just to get some veggie component in there. Also garlic. And then when that started to get kind of sticky, when it started to stick, I put some of the crawfish water in there to deglaze the pan and let that simmer for a while until all the vegetables were cooked. And then I put the cream in and the crawfish. Or I should say I put the crawfish in before the cream. And then when I got a little sauce going in there, I added the pasta and tossed it with, uh, didn't put a lot of pepper because Will is really right on the money with that threshold of spices. It's not too spicy, it's just perfect, but it is spicy. So I didn't want to put any more pepper in there. And uh, put a little salt, which I was not really all that liberal with either because they're also salty. And I just put some Parmesan. And that was a pretty yummy dish. It was uh, a very filling way to eat yesterday evening. Had some sweet potatoes and we had that with it. I don't know about you, Patty, but when weather is like this, I just want to hibernate. I don't really feel like going out. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So I, I don't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's go to Darren. Hello there. Hey. What's That's up? What I ate today. Well, it wasn't 
from where, but guess what I ate today? I broke down and ate hot dogs. Some... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Costco, was it? No, it was at home, and they were so good, down to the last bite. <laughs> I want to eat a hot dog, but I want a good hot dog. What kind of hot dogs were these? They were just store-bought, I think maybe Nathan's, and they were super sample. I mean, the bun was super soft with some yellow mustard, but I mean, of course, I mean, if I could really do it right, there would be way more than that, but it still hit the spot. It'd be way more than what? Well, it'd be way more than yellow mustard. Why? What would it be? Well, I think, I mean, I'm not an onion person, so I think, like, maybe if it's a really well-made chili, um, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of shredded cheese. and But then I've also had the, the hot dog where there's, like, the... The spear of the pickle, I guess that's more of like a Chicago style. It's on the hot just, dog? It's on the hot it's dog? It's on the hot dog. Yep. Really? Yep. I just, oh, well, let me tell you oh, this, Darren. You know let me tell you this. I, I learned of a really cool pickle at Grigri. So he takes a regular dill pickle and he puts it through a mandolin and now it is ruffled, but you didn't. You don't have to do it ruffly, but it's lengthwise, and it's kind of perfect. I think a spear of pickle is almost like too much pickle, but if you did a slice like that, that would be good. So you can buy those. So oh, you can? My, my mother-in-law buys them. So really? imagine a big, fat, juicy pickle, but it's been sliced and thin slices long ways, if you will, or uh-huh. I guess horizontal. And they are perfect. Yep. Okay. Okay. I've not time. seen that. Well, what, what's the brand and where do you get them? Yeah, they call uh, them. Maybe I'll have to look for them. Don't they the call them? Uh, the v, yeah. yeah um, Vlasic. Vlasic. And they're called Vlasic, sandwich yep. sandwich slices. Isn't that they're what they perfect. call them? Yeah. Well, I think so. Huh. Okay. Are we they are ruffled or are they love. just sliced? Are they ruffled no, they're or sliced? Like, they're, no, they're sliced, which they're I really actually slice. like. Okay. Okay. But um, you know what I totally forgot? Also, one of my favorite things in the world to do with a hot dog is just the hot dog itself, yellow mustard, and some really good jalapenos. Perfect. Uh, I don't know. Jalapenos. My daughter's nuts about jalapenos, but I like to use them sparingly, like on nachos, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, I think that a a little onion and pickle relish is good. On a hot dog. Yeah, too. I just cannot. The, the onion thing has never worked for me. But okay, well, but, so this is why I was really calling. Well, two things. Madeline, my daughter, number one, loved Pascal's. Oh, Pascal loved it, and um, so I wanted to share that with you. And the uh, the other report that I got about that was my aunt goes there probably at least once a month, and she's really friendly with the staff. Uh-huh. And I guess since the new ownership has taken over, everybody seems to be very, very happy. Yes. It's so new life. Good. New life in the place. And you so can see good. it and feel it the minute you walk in. It really is palpable. So the, the main thing I was calling for, because I thought about you this past, I think it was this past Sunday. 
Mm-hmm. So we get invited. You know, it's a beautiful day. If you remember, this past yes, Sunday was, was unreal. It was. So yeah. we get invited to go meet at 445. We're going to go to Landry's on the lake. Uh-huh. And, and again, you know, we're being invited. It's, sure. It's not, it's not the greatest, but it's also not awful. So yes. we show up, and first of all, you would have thought they were giving free meals away because the place, you couldn't put another human inside. Or outside. I mean, just unbelievable. But the the, the server said to me, I, I, I said, I don't want anything fried. I'd like boiled or baked or I just don't want fried. Marianne, I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this to you, but I'm going to say it. It's one of the best crab cakes I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, good. Well, I, I'm happy to hear that. Was it, was it uh, pan-seared? It's, I, I'm pretty sure if it's not pan seared, it was boiled. Boiled, uh huh. Like okay. on maybe a skillet. But when I tell you, and the server said to me, the server said, look, I'm from the Northeast, and I understand the difference between a crab cake that's filled with nothing but breading and a crab cake that's filled with crab. <laughs> this is when becoming you, a, a recurring pure, theme on the show. Go ahead, what? It was pure crab. I was in a really? shock. Okay. I mean, it was just. Crab. I don't really know what held it together. Well, magic. If, if it's if it's held together by magic, it's a real, true, wonderful crab cake. That's what it was, I call it. It was wonderful, and it was not very big. It was not small, but it was not some ridiculous thing on on the plate. Okay. And actually, what it was, it was part of their broiled seafood platter. Okay. So it was that some shrimp. And a really nice piece of fish, and it was. But but the but the crab cake was the best. I mean, okay. th- that's all I would have ordered now, knowing what I know. Okay, I'm gonna look up on their menu what a crab cake goes for there. That I'm gonna go there. I hate to say that, but I'm gonna go there because I I do love crab cakes. I'm always looking for a great crab cake, and I am now very curious about this. What restaurant are we what? talking about? Landry's. 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 And, okay. And here's the funny thing, and you're gonna laugh at this, Marianne. When they called to invite us, they're like, "Look, we were thinking somewhere on West End." We thought maybe Felix's or Landry's. We're like, we're going to Landry's. Felix's, excuse me, excuse me to the Felix's ownership. Felix's is awful. Yeah, it's it awful. is. It is. It's awful. It is. Mm-hmm. There's no, I mean, I don't know how anyone spends their hard-earned money there. Okay, I'm looking at something that I am intrigued by. I just... I just put Landry's New Orleans into the uh, search engine, and it says fresh seafood in the French Quarter. Landry's Seafood House in the French Quarter. Where is hmm. that? Where is that? I have no idea. Yeah, you, they used to be on um, Decatur. Decatur, yeah. Well, that's where it is. Where is that, Patty? It's around the Jacksbury. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, downstairs but, uh, on the first floor. I guess it's floor. the same one. I guess no, the they same. moved. They used to be on the Canal Street side. Now they're closer to the river to the Moonwalk. Well, I guess it's the same. Land. You know the the other thing I will say about about the ownership, I, I guess, of that chain, if you will, 
What Landry's? One thing I will give Landry's because Landry's yeah. falls under Salt Grass Rainforest Cafe. Yep. Oh, there's so many. It's it's the Fertitta but group. The one, Tillman Fertitta. The one thing yeah. I will say about that group: when you join their membership, you pay twenty five dollars. Well, after you have the first meal, the twenty five is given back to you in a voucher, and then it seems like you are the point system. You earn points so fast. That you're constantly earning twenty five dollars. Yeah, you do. And then for right. your and for your birthday, they give you twenty five dollars. I mean, for a chain, if you're going to support a chain, it's it's pretty nice, if you will. You know, I mean, for a chain. Okay. Well, I I refuse to fall for that, so I don't. I don't. That's not a reason to go there. Uh, it would have to be good, and I've not thought it was good. But now you've got me intrigued about this crab cake. I feel like if you're well, doing crab either. cake, what? <laughs> I what? didn't think it was all that good either. But you know what, Marianne? Like even you know, raising children, going to Disney World and stuff. I mean, we've probably all been to Rainforest Cafe, and as for as goofy as that place is, the one thing they always did right was that chopped salad. You, know, you can always and, find and, something good or something decent, yeah, I guess. You know, yeah. So, um, you know what? I, I'm going to say goodbye, but I but I need to get a report for you from my daughter. She went to a restaurant, another groovy hip place. I think it's Brau, <laughs> B-R-A-U, I don't know. somewhere uptown in the Garden District. Oh, Baru, Baru. Are you talking Baru. about Baru? Yeah. Baru, that's it. Uh-huh, Baru. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Colleen Crane. The body of 19-year-old Cheryl Turner of New Iberia was positively identified as the one found on January 24th in the Washita River. She was last seen alive around New Year's. Catahoula Parish Sheriff Tony Edwards says they're following up on leads, which includes Turner's social media activity and friends. Try to go through them all and find out where she was last seen and possibly talk to people that might have seen her in the in the particular area. Preliminary estimates show Louisiana's crawfish crop loss approaches $140 million, and Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry Commissioner Mike Strain has written two letters this month to the Secretary of the U.S. Department of Agriculture requesting federal assistance under the Emergency Livestock Assistance Program. His second letter sent Wednesday requested expansion or clarification. To make sure that drought is a causative action under ELAP, Emergency Assistance for Livestock, Honeybees, and Fin Fish for Crawfish. LRN. Visiting team for the coin toss. Will it be heads or tails? Make your pick with heads or tails. The new $1 scratch off from the Louisiana Lottery went up to $3,000. Unlock your winnings playing $3. Unlock it. Went up to $30,000. And check out the lottery's new $2 casino games. Poker Face, High Stakes, All In, and King's Ransom went up to $14,000. Seven! Roll the dice with $5 High Roller. It's loaded with $500 prizes and a top prize of a whopping $100,000. Kick off the fun with new games from the lottery. Pick yours up today. The Louisiana Lottery, giving you a reason to smile. Must be at least 21 to purchase. I'm Ed Harrell, author of The Kindness Revolution. I hear a lot of ads regarding customer service, and the sponsoring company likes to say something like, 
our people make the difference. I want to submit that people don't make the difference. As a matter of fact, people don't make any difference. What does make the difference is how a company's people behave. People are people. They're old, young, men, women, culturally and racially different. But when they behave with a difference, treating their customers with dignity, respect, courtesy, and kindness, that difference in behavior is when people make a difference. So if you want to be different in customer service, make sure your employees understand that they do make a difference in the way they behave, both to your customers and to each other. And such is the stuff of revolutions. The solar eclipse is coming in April, and you're going to be hearing a lot about it as it gets closer. You'll also be hearing about how important it'll be to have your solar eclipse glasses for your family and friends. Why not buy them from the store that promotes kindness? Simply go to shop-kindness.com and buy yours today. That's shop-kindness.com. By the way, our listeners get a 20% discount on all items, so head to shop-kindness.com and enjoy the eclipse safely with your family and friends. Remember, shop-kindness.com. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Okie dokie, 5569696 is the number. Darren, if I go there and the crab cake is not wonderful, I'm going to be mad because I never go to Landry's. And, oh, gosh. <laughs> it better be good. It's 40 bucks. It better be good. So that's, uh, well, that's Landry's, you know. Tillman Fertitta is not rolling in it for nothing. Okay, 556-9696 is the number. That better be local crab meat busting out all over for $40 is all I can say. According to Tom, it is National Surf and Turf Day. Although it's not appropriate for a day that usually falls in Lent, the web says that today is National Surf and Turf Day. The best aspect of the dish is the name. It's not known who created it. It seems to have first appeared in the 1960s. Jane and Michael Stern, the authors of Road Food, say it became popular at the 1962 Seattle World's Fair in the restaurant in the Space Needle. Surf and turf combine seafood and meat in a single entree. The classic combination is lobster and steak, although shrimp are at least as common as lobster on the surf side. I did not know that because it's not something I would ever pay attention to. So, Surf and turf is popular because it appeals to the almighty chow hound impulse, the illusion that you're getting two entrees for the price of one, requires resistance on the part of the deft diner. Beyond that is the avoidance of a commitment to just one major protein on the plate. Few people would order two entrees, but having two demi-entrees together on a single plate is almost as thrilling. It's the same dynamic that persuades indecisive people that buffets are a good idea. That's me. Restaurants love surf and turf, too, because it allows them to use shellfish and steak of secondary size and quality, while the perception of quantity glosses over those shortcomings. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't know, though, because I, I just, it's like off my radar. Never do it. 556-9696 is the number. 
The Edible Dictionary word is lobster, but it's a slipper lobster, which is something I have never heard of. It's a crustacean found in many species worldwide, most famously in the Southern Hemisphere. It looks like a... <laughs> I love Tom's Latin genus words, homarus or main lobster, whose head has been cut off, leaving only a tail with, with legs. It has no large claws, and its antennae look like rounded plates. It does sort of resemble a slipper. The tail meat is quite good, and the species found in Australia and South Africa are harvested and sold in steakhouses very widely in this country. These tail-only lobsters served with the meat popping out of the shell are often slipper lobsters. Hmm. Well, it's got to have a head. Can't be headless. I don't know what he's talking about. 5569696 five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. If you want to talk to me, I would love to talk to you. We're sitting here just uh, blathering on about food. We have the Cajun Ninja coming up at 3 o'clock. And the Cajun Ninja is going to be at the Home and Garden Show, which I am assuming, I hope not incorrectly, is this weekend. But I don't know. We will find yes, out is. all of those details. It is. It Where is tomorrow. it now, Patty? Where is it now? Uh, I remember when it was. It was in the warehouse district somewhere. I guess at the convention center, and then it moved to the Superdome. I remember. Yeah, but they're renovating the Superdome, so it's not going to be at the Superdome. It was that is, where it was last year? Yeah, I mean, it's at it the been, convention okay. center, the Ernest Morial okay. Convention Center, Hall okay. J. So it's back there now. Yeah. That was always fun, I thought. I always wound up buying things I didn't need. I know. Me too. <laughs> because you want them. You see them, you see them uh, demonstrated and, you, and you, you just have to have it. Things that I have bought at the Home and Garden Show. Let's see. One of them is, um, now it really is, it really does work. I mean, they all work, actually. But then you wind up just having them hang around the house. So there was this thing called the Lion, and it's for silver polishing. Have you ever seen that, Patty? It's magic. No. Okay, so I'm if glad you have I haven't silver, seen it because I probably would have bought it. Okay, well, it's it's not expensive. It's like this little, it's like this little metal thing about the size of a small paper bag or smaller. Okay. And I don't know how it works. It's like ions or something. And you put it in soapy water. And then you take your silver tray and you dip it into this soapy water with this lion thing in there. And magically, the, the um, tarnish goes away, like literally before your eyes. Magic. And then it becomes silver polished. How could you not buy that? Hmm, really? You know, yeah. I want it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they must they must sell them like hotcakes. I mean, how could you not buy that? I mean, unless you don't have silver. But uh, I have one of those. And then the other thing that I bought there that I remember, there were other things too, but the two that I, I remember is uh, a mandolin. It's an orange plastic mandolin. I have another mandolin that's real. 
a real French mandolin. I never use that one. And I always use the one that I bought at the Home and Garden Show that is orange and plastic. But the biggest surprise is that I haven't sliced anything of my, of of any appendage off with it because I am not a person that should ever be using a mandolin, as my daughter has told me many times. But so far, so good. But I do use it. And I, I, uh, I keep it handy, and it does get used, I won't say frequently, because I don't do a lot of cooking, but um, I, I am remembering that home and garden show purchase, not every time I use it, but that is where I got it. I, I lost the lion, though. I have to find the lion. It's around here somewhere, but I sure do need it, because I am definitely not going to sit there and polish silver, although I don't entertain anymore, so I don't really need it, but it'd be nice to have that stuff polished. 5569696 is the number. I think I might have wanted to buy a vacuum cleaner or a mop or one of those cleaning things, and um, I maybe did, but uh, don't use it all that much. 5569696, today is Leap Day. The day that comes around once every four years. Julius Caesar came up with the idea in 45 BC when he reworked the Roman calendar and made February 28th most years. Or today, this is the last day of the year. Certainly the most peculiar day of the year. It has a good deal of lore connected with it. The best known is that in the English-speaking world... A woman is permitted to propose marriage to a man on this day without fear of being thought of as a hussy. Aren't those ideas quaint now, Patty? They're so quaint. One source has it that a Scottish law made that official in 1288. Many women make the first move in other ways. Nearly enough of them, Tom said. If you're a woman, ask a man out to dinner tonight. He is bound by tradition to say yes. Did you ever see that movie Leap Year? <laughs> I don't think so. Rayleigh and I saw it too many times to admit to, but only because we were both really smitten with the male lead, whose name I don't even remember now. It was Amy... Amy Adams and whoever the guy was, but he was cute. The Playboy Club opened today in 1960 at 106 East Walton Street in Chicago. It was an outgrowth of the men's magazine and featured the famously underclad and shapely bunnies as servers. It was so hip in its that you could hardly get into the place. Playboy clubs opened all over the world and ran successfully for about 20 years. The baby boom generation thought them uncool and they began closing. All but the Chicago original were gone by 1991. The Playboy Club in New Orleans was on Bienville Street next to La Louisiane. Tom said he had dinner there in May 1971 when the staff of the Driftwood, the campus newspaper at the University of New Orleans, held its annual banquet at the Playboy Club. Wow. <laughs> Tom said he remembers a filet mignon as the entree of an ordinary meal. The enlightened women on the paper complained about the male editor's choice of the venue. On the other hand, 
Tom's date assisted him in achieving a certain major life milestone. Hmm. I, I, it's one of those things I read and realize halfway through I should it. The New Orleans Playboy Club became the Bizarre Anything Goes restaurant in 1975. It's now one of those so-called gentlemen's clubs with a lot less class than the Playboy Club. And that is saying something. All right, we're going to take a break and be back with more of the food show after this. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville. 985-845-9940. I get misty just holding your hand. 9696 is the number. If you have anything to report about a place that you have eaten, I would love to hear about it. We have been doing a ridiculous amount of eating out, and so I don't feel as bad as I normally do about saying that I don't have anything to report about having eaten out or not eaten out last night. But we did cook, and I am about to do that again tonight. I bought some ground meat at uh, Fresh Market on the day that you're, that it's good to do that. They have their sale on Tuesdays. And so, I mean, I suppose I could buy it on a day that isn't Tuesday, but for some reason <laughs> I'm just fixated that that's the only day I can buy it. So I go in there and I bought some, and I'm going to make that leftover tortilla chip lasagna tonight just for yucks to see how it comes out. Tom is going to love that, and by that, I, I don't mean it at all. That's so not his thing. Ben Johnson has the words to drink by, well, as he brews, so shall he drink. Patty, can you imagine having to brew your own liquor? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you brewed your own liquor, you really did want to drink and that only people who really did want to drink would go through the trouble to brew their own liquor. I mean, maybe it's not that hard, but I kind of feel like it is and way more trouble than it would be worth to me, but then I don't drink. I mean, I don't even drink when somebody presents it, you know, right to me. Although I did notice a champagne unopened in the, quote, wine cellar here at the Cool Water Ranch, the pantry. And uh, I have another one that I chilled in the refrigerator for our anniversary. So we have some champagne drinking to do here. Julia Child has the words to eat by the only time to eat diet food is while you are waiting for the steak to cook. Yes. Um, okay, but there's a lot of other reasons to eat diet food, meaning healthier food, which I think is not a bad thing. Tomorrow is Fish Friday. Patty, are you doing one? I don't know. We haven't, I haven't talked about it. Probably not. Because, uh, I think I have, I have some crawfish bisque in the freezer that I've been thinking about all week. 
Okay. <laughs> well, you could only do fish fries on Friday, Patty. I know. Opportunity. I might. We might. We don't know. Have had one for that week. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't think there are many people as obsessed with them as I am. So um, it's become like just a fun little thing to do on Fridays because, uh, you know, as you know, we don't get out much. So um, I don't know what my game plan is yet. You don't. I figured you'd be mapping out your trip. No, I, I, it's, I, it's Thursday afternoon already and I do have to have it going. But uh, I don't know when, if you're going to order or pre-order your fish fry plate when you have to have that in. So I have to look at that list and, uh, and, and get my game plan going. The problem is that there's not, you know, my intention was to have every Friday one restaurant one and one Catholic school one. But the restaurant ones are not as plentiful as they used to be. I mean, you really kind of have to look for them. So uh, if it's not jumping out at me, on Instagram, I'm probably not going to know about it. <clears throat> and there's only like a handful of those. So I may just have to do a couple of the Catholic school ones every Friday. But there will be some fish fry consumption this weekend for sure. Because last week we didn't do it. We just got kind of shut out of the Catholic school one. Well, actually, we got shut out of uh, the one at Gabrielle also. So... We just wound up going to have a regular seafood meal on Friday. And where's the fun in that? You can do that any day of the week here. Today's birthday in 1792 of Giacchino Rossini, the composer of The Barber of Seville and many other operas. Rossini is also immortalized in the annals of classic French cooking as the creator of Trinidad Rossini. It's a steak cut thick from the narrow end of the tenderloin, broiled and butterflied into two mini fillets, each of which is topped with foie gras. The original sauce was a Madeira-based brown sauce, but most modern versions use demi-glace. It's a magnificent dish, one not encountered as often as it should be because of its expense. Rossini was a gourmet and cook of the highest order and created many other dishes that became popular in the French restaurants of his day. Well, since he was born in 1792, <coughs> there weren't a lot of French restaurants of his day. I see a lot of foie gras in restaurants. A foie gras torchon is really becoming a thing in restaurants I see it I, I won't say on a lot of menus as in a lot because it's a really fancy thing and we don't go to as many fancy restaurants as we used to but I see it on a lot of fancy restaurant menus and I think it had kind of fallen out of favor for a while but I would say that it's back in a big way Five five six nine six nine six. Steph dining rule number three eighteen. A seafood entree and a beef entree will always deliver better food at a better price than two surf and turf entrees. 
I don't know what that means. A couple should get one of each and split them. Never, ever get two surf and turfs. Oh, I see. So if you're with someone, each of you get an entree, a whole one, and then you can have your own surf. Yes, that makes sense. And it's probably a very common thing, I would think. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. I just got a text. It's supposed to rain a lot on Friday. I know. So I'm thinking that we will not get across the lake tomorrow and that we will just wind up doing North Shore, of which there are many, and only Catholic school, although we may go back and have that pyre fried catfish plate that's really good for $12.99. We might do a repeat of the very first Friday in Lent, which was the pyre uh, catfish plate at $12.99, and then go on over to Mary Queen of Peace and have the Father Cooper extravaganza that was sold out when we got to that point in line. Because I said we we're going to go back and do that. But I do really want to do something somewhere. I feel like the, the Catholic schools are probably surprised at the phenomenon that it has become. Is it just me, Patty, or do you think it has become a phenomenon? No, I think it's become a phenomenon. I think it's right. You think you're right. Yeah, I think it has. I mean, uh, it's, well, well, when you drive around and you go to these things and there's an hour wait And there's a line, yeah, around is, the block. I think it is a phenomenon. And there's 68 of them. So, I mean, I, I, I kind of wish I could really get back in that place where before COVID and I wonder if it was like that or did I kind of feel like did popped it into this phenomenon phase because everything at the time was all about picking food up. Yeah. And so it became sort of a a a way to make it happen. And then when people realized, well, you know, I can drive through and and pick up, I think that that may have actually doubled the number of people, and it just became sort of something that they did during Lent. I yeah, I agree, and it also became probably a very nice fundraiser for the chair for the uh, parish. Well, I think it always was. But I just don't think it was a phenom like it is now. And uh, and I do. And, I, and you weren't on Friday when we talked to Peter Finney Jr. No, no. it wasn't Friday. It was Monday. Mm-hmm. You were here Monday. No, I wasn't. I wasn't here. Okay. Okay. So I knew you, you weren't there when we talked to Peter Finney. But, um, but we had a really nice conversation. It was a fun conversation. And he was saying that he also thinks it's a phenomenon and is amused by it as well. And he is the one that has assembled all of these menus. I think that's another thing that's made it kind of a phenom. Phenom. Um, if you just can get fried catfish and boring green beans and fries, 
that's not all that enticing. But when you can go and get a seafood platter really? for $17, that's got a pile of fried shrimp, a pile of fried catfish, onion rings, a crab cake, two sides, a dessert, and a drink, that's a deal. Yeah, you know? it is. And so I think that since the ante has been upped so much, and it's not just boring couple of pieces of fish, I think that's also part of it. So I think there are a lot of factors at work that have changed this into something that's, you know, wow is all you can say. Anyway, tomorrow's Friday. Get your game plan ready. Five five six nine six nine six. We are going to be talking on the other side of the news to the Cajun Ninja, who I guess is going to be one of those people who would sell me something because he's so interesting, amusing, appealing at the Home and Garden Show. And there are people like me that are going to be waiting to buy whatever it is that he is going to be demonstrating. I don't, I guess the Cajun Ninja is just his name, but you know, there's that line of things that are, um, that are ninja products. I don't think he's affiliated with that. No, he's think? not. He's not. Yeah. Okay. So he's not. So mm -hmm. Cajun Ninja is just him doing him. his thing. Yeah. Okay. And we have not had him on before, right? No, we knowledge? have not. We have not. Okay. All right. Well, who's the guy that we had that was the Cajun traveler? What's his name? What's his thing? The the uh, the jambalaya guy. Yeah. Yeah. What's I don't know. Does, is he a Cajun something or is he just jambalaya man? I think he's just jambalaya guy. Okay. Because there are people that run around doing these things and they're on social media and I wasn't sure if the Cajun Ninja has some social media challenge because his PR person, I won't say implied, but just assumed that I knew who he was because, you know, everybody is on social media but me. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. I just got an email. It's at the convention center where while the dome is being renovated, but other than that, for decades has been in the dome. They'll be back there next year. It's their sixty seventh year. Wow, that's uh, I had no idea it was that it was that old. So that was from Sherry, who calls the show. So I'm going to tell you to call in the next hour, Sherry, uh, and tell us about the Home and Garden Show. Because um, I've been to it, I don't know, five times maybe. And uh, it, it was fun. It's definitely fun. It was much more fun when the kids were with me because the kids were really into all the things that we saw there. And I don't know if I would be as much of a sucker if I didn't have kids um, egging me on to buy something. But there's all kinds of cool stuff. What's the wildest thing you ever purchased at the Home and Garden Show? Or have you been a regular at the Home and Garden Show and ever left without purchasing anything? That would be someone I would like to talk to. Because I can't, I, I can't imagine that anybody has gone to the Home and Garden Show and not left with something. 
5569696. Call us after 3.30 because we're talking to Cajun Ninja about what he's going to be doing at the Home and Garden Show starting tomorrow. You're listening to WGSO New Orleans. It's time now for the news, the USA Network. We will be back with the Cajun Ninja after that, 4 o'clock. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. Two high-profile visits to the U.S.-Mexico border. Both President Biden and former President Donald Trump spending some of their Thursday at the U.S.-Mexico border as a controversy overhandling the illegal immigrant crisis continues. This as Texas Republican Congresswoman Beth Van Doon has some strong words for the president after an illegal immigrant allegedly killed a Georgia nursing student. How many more of us will you have to kill before you will take this seriously? Unless you were willing to get down on the border and tell Lakin Riley's family, I am sorry, this is my responsibility, and I'm going to fix it now. You have no business being president. Lawmakers are continuing to look for answers in the wake of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's attempt to keep his recent hospitalization a secret. Austin was hospitalized following complications from prostate cancer surgery, but didn't notify President Biden or lawmakers for several days. Chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, Mike Rogers, discusses a timeline of Austin's notification. Three days after the Secretary's hospitalization, Deputy Secretary Hicks and the President were first informed that Secretary Austin was in the hospital. On January 5th, Congress is informed of the Secretary's uh, hospitalization. California is getting blasted once again with a winter snowstorm. Some parts of the state in a higher elevation seeing up to 10 feet of snow through the weekend and blizzard-like conditions. The winter storm will bury the state and is the biggest snowfall of the year. While it could pose a danger to travelers, it only will help boost the state's water supply and tourism. The latest inflation report shows a jump of 4% in January, which is in line with what economists were expecting. The Fed Reserve is considering whether or not to start lowering interest rates. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-378-2250. That's 800-378-2250. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Foreign interference in the 2024 presidential election is already beginning. As U.S. officials and cyber experts say Russia is using fake online accounts and bots to damage President Biden and other Democrats. Speaking at an event hosted by the Intelligence and National Security Alliance, FBI Director Christopher Wray explains how artificial intelligence can make it easier for other governments to interfere in the upcoming election. This election cycle, the U.S. will face more adversaries moving at a faster pace and enabled by new technology. 
Advances in generative AI, for instance, are lowering the barrier to entry, making it easier for both more and less sophisticated foreign adversaries to engage in malign influence. After over a decade of serving as Senate Republican leader, Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky will be stepping down from his leadership position. Gusty winds and stays cool. Upper 50s in the morning goes to low 60s. Mostly overcast and windy today. Spotty showers overnight first, then a quick ramp up of that rain chance to the early morning hours. Several rainy and shower thunderstorm periods likely in the morning. One or two possibly for the afternoon. 60 in the morning goes to high tomorrow, approaching 70. Warm it up each day, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, with only isolated, if any, showers and thunderstorms. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Sleepers, stay caps, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction, accepting your consignments, too, at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459. back for hour number two of the food oh, or the second course. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris. We always have someone in to visit and chat with us about whatever it is that they are doing or offering or whatever having to do with food. And today that person in he is the Cajun Ninja and he is going to be at the Home and Garden Show this weekend. Hello there. Hi, how you doing? Hi. So uh, I don't know anything about you. So, and I'm sure a lot of other people uh, either are avail uh, know what you're doing, and some don't. So tell us about yourself. And look, that's completely fair because I don't know anything about you either. So <laughs> let's all lay it down on the line. All right. No, so no, let's get a card. Uh, right on. Right on. Yeah. So look, I uh, you know uh, for those who don't know who I am, I started a social media cooking page back in 2016 and it just kind of took off from there and went viral um and I, I like to think i was kind of probably one of the early pioneers of this cooking craze of uh, people from, from south louisiana or even all over doing cooking online but since it has grown it has allowed me to have products a cookbook and even uh you know participate in great events like the new orleans home and garden show which i will be cooking in friday saturday and sunday I love that. I love the idea that social media has taken away all gatekeepers. And if you post something and you are appealing enough and get an audience, you can have another whole career. So what was your career before you became the Cajun Ninja? Yeah, I worked in the oil industry for probably about eight, eight years. You know, the, the industry is very up and down. Yeah. I faced mm -hmm. a couple of layoffs and, uh, mm -hmm. You know, I remember telling my wife, I was like, you know, I, I want to put a page together and just do something that's me, um, yeah. something that's entertaining. And, uh, you know, thankfully, my wife, Missy, who hopefully is listening right now, she has Miss Cajun Ninja. Uh, she was very supportive. 
And, uh, you know, because of her, you know, it, it allowed me to, to blossom this thing into what it is today. And uh, I'm truly grateful. That's wonderful. Because, you know, a lot of wives would say, oh, shut up, you know. So it's good that she was uh, she was not doing that. Uh, how, but it's not, you know, it, it, people say, well, I'm, I just did this. There's a lot of work to this, you know. It's Did you have any skills with editing or anything like that? I mean, you can say, well, I'm just going to go ahead and put up a page. But to actually put up the page and to keep putting up things on the page, it's not it's not easy. That's why not everyone is doing it. So how did you go about doing it? Yeah, it was a lot of trial and error, you know, um, you know, thankfully I've got a mentality that is, uh, you know, what very driven in the sense of, I want to learn, you know, I, uh-huh. I know I can get better at something through repetition and like the old Cajun ninja name comes from my love of Cajun culture and uh, my love of martial arts. And, you know, I've been in martial arts a long time. And I think that's what taught me perseverance, you know, that mm-hmm. you are going to fail at things. You're not going to do everything perfect. But if you keep trying, you keep putting the repetition, um, you know, you'll get better at it. And, mm-hmm. you know, to this day, my, one of my most viral videos is one of my most lowest quality videos, <laughs> you know, right. because I, I, didn't, I didn't have any skills. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. You know what? I've said this before. This is a personality-driven business, and if you have an appealing personality, you don't have to have the best quality uh, electronics. You don't have to have the best quality camera or anything like that, even though all of that is better now. It's a matter of how much people can... Um, identify with you and want to see you. And so obviously you do have that gift. I mean, it's a gift. It's not even a skill. It's a gift. So I guess you have always been cooking. Uh, you know, it's funny enough, uh, I, like the whole page wasn't even started for cooking. I just knew I wanted to do something entertaining. But mm-hmm. cooking did always fascinated me. And I think it's because it is a form of entertainment. It brings people together. <laughs> there's a whole food network that's been around for what People 30 years now yeah so it's uh, and but you know what's interesting about the food network it has evolved into more entertainment television and less cooking which is interesting because people i guess want to be entertained and they're not likely to actually sit there and follow a recipe and so you started out just posting what martial arts stuff yes when i started the page i was just doing whatever i thought would be entertaining so Uh that could have been like uh, a slow motion cartwheel in the living room during the olympics uh face swap (laughs) with a baby doll uh you know some funny (laughs) stuff with my kids in the patio Uh and then one day i did gumbo and that's what went viral and uh you know there's this guy gary vaynerchuk he's got a great saying you know like do all the things that you truly love and if if any of them hit then double down on that. And that's what I did. Uh-huh. I see. Okay. So, but, but did you, I mean, did you cook with any regularity or is it that you started cooking because people wanted to see you cooking? Well, that was the thing. Like I said, I did the gumbo and that went viral, you know, and, right. and more and more people were like, Hey, can you do this? Can you do yeah. that? And so oh. I was like, all right, so let me just keep rolling with this. 
So and you, and but and did you have did. recipes and were cooking those things, or did you say, "Oh gosh, uh, you know"? So the gumbo went viral. Let me figure out how to make a uh, crawfish etouffee. I mean, were you already doing those kinds of things, the crawfish etouffee and stuff, or did you have to actually go get recipes and cook at that point? Oh, yeah. So, like, on my own, I, you know, had a handful of recipes that I did on a regular basis with friends and family and what have you, you know, throughout my tenure of learning how to cook. But, of course, there were things on the page that people were asking and suggesting, uh, uh-huh. you know, to do, you know, like chicken sauce pecan, you know, like I had never done that. So I needed uh-huh. to kind of research that recipe. But at the same time, too, I wanted it to be authentically what I would do. You know, uh-huh. I didn't want to plagiarize anybody's work. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I, uh, you know, as I researched it, I, it kind of, to me, seemed like a tomato-based chicken stew. And to this day, I tell people that when I did that recipe, you know, I was kind of throwing together what I thought it would be. And as I'm doing it and saying what to do, I would hit pause and turn to my wife and say, man, this is going to suck. This is not going to be good. I just didn't believe it. And then sure enough, that one came together so well. Today is one of my favorite recipes. Really? Okay. Yeah. So essentially you were learning to cook in as a response to the demand for you to cook. Or maybe learning to cook more dishes, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I, uh-huh. like I said, I had a handful I knew I was good at, and I, that's probably what gave me a good foundation. And then that's the same thing with martial arts. You know, you, you start off with a good foundation, and you can get better and better moving forward. Okay, so I've not seen any of these videos. So while you're cooking, are you doing martial arts, or are the martial is the martial arts part just like faded into the background? Yeah. So my uh, my catchphrase is "paya," and it's because I would chop the vegetables with my right hand, you know, and, th- and that was legit happening. There was no editing involved whatsoever. I would use my hand, and it would dice up completely. I know you might not believe that, but you're just gonna have to take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so who does the editing? Do you do the editing as well, or does somebody do that for you? I do. I do the editing, uh, you know, director, producer, you know, star, <laughs> what have you, uh, you know, throughout the whole process. You do it all. I still do it all on my phone. I've, uh-huh. I've yet to buy any crazy camera equipment. You know, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. All right, we're talking to uh, Jason DeRuitt. He is the Cajun Ninja on Instagram, I guess. And we will be back to talk some more with him after this. It has been a local favorite serving their house-made roast beef poor boys, seafood poor boys, and even a French fry poor boy in a fast, casual environment. Here is an extensive menu of salads and sandwiches and fried seafood, baskets and platters, as well as sides like stuffed artichokes, meat pies, and jalapeno cheese bites. And we love the very attentive service here at Mandeville Seafood Restaurant and Market celebrating 25 years. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are seldom what they seem. All right, we are back with Jason DeRue and the Cajun Ninja. So you started this, you said, in 16, 2016? Correct. Yeah, I started the page in 2016. Okay. And so when you say the page, is it Instagram or is it Facebook? What is it? I follow them. I mean, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest. 
Well, when you started it, what, what, where was it when you started it? Facebook was the prime place I started okay. my, my page. Okay. Um, okay. You know, if you go to my YouTube channel, it'll say that I started that in 2006, but it was just an empty place for me to kind of subscribe to other channels. It wasn't until I started the Facebook page that I grew my YouTube channel. I see. Okay. So um, how many subscribers do you have? Must be a lot. Uh, on, on, on YouTube or, or how many people follow Facebook? I mean, I don't know. Are they a little more specific? I, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what I'm talking about. So tell me, there are different subscribers across each platform. Well, I'll tell you what. For someone who doesn't even know what they're talking about, you do a real good job of running a radio show. <laughs> I got to give you. I got to give you some props. Well, see, that's um, my gift. The radio show is my gift. So, but once you get into the social media thing. It's like, uh, duh, bah, bah, bah. so, all right. So I know that you get these, that you get subscribers, but they must be overlap to them. I mean, I would imagine that the same subscribers would be across all platforms, would they? Well, you would think that, but, uh, no, it's not, not necessarily really? the case. Uh, yeah. I mean, social media platforms kind of offer different variety of things in a different format and, and, and because of that, there's some people who don't like Facebook or don't like Instagram, right. or don't like uh-huh. YouTube. But yeah. uh, Facebook is my most popular one. I mean, 1.2 million people really? follow that that page. Oh, yes. fantastic! Uh, and, uh, My goodness. And then you, uh, YouTube's around. Uh, it's like right uh, right under 200,000. Uh-huh. Um, and then so, Instagram, I think, is maybe at 140,000. Okay, and so you were contacted, I guess, by the home. So once you become a social media celebrity, what kinds of things start happening to you? Uh, you know, I, I, I guess you can uh, get a table a little faster at your local restaurant. <laughs> Where do you live? I'm down in Thibodeau, Louisiana. Okay. All right. So, uh, well, I, you know, there's not that many restaurants in Thibodeau, so I would imagine that they would have known you before that. So uh, I, I guess you get invited to things like this across the country, do you? Yeah, you know, I've been reluctant to uh, have been the uh, Grand Marshal of the Pork Festival in Ohio. You may not know this, but uh, I was kind of a pig deal up there, you know? <laughs> Okay, so uh, you have, but it sounds like you have products that you sell. Tell me about that. Yes, I do have, uh, you know, a couple lines of seasoning blends. I have my original regular paya seasoning, and I just recently came out with a mild version of that seasoning. I have a crawfish boil seasoning, fish fry, um, and I even have a cookbook out on the market. Okay, so I take it this is your career now. Oh, pretty much. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, as, as as a matter of fact, I'm driving home now. I uh, just uh, did did a uh, pastelaya at a grand opening for this company called Hydraulic Supply Company in Baton Rouge. So, uh, yeah, and then, then uh, as soon as I get home, I'll be prepping for the Home and Garden Show for Friday, uh-huh. Saturday, and Sunday. So I guess if a person went to your website, they can hire you to come and do things like cook jambalaya at their event. Oh, most of the time, people just hit me up through either my email or they'll uh, direct message me through Facebook or Instagram, uh-huh. something like that. And, uh, you know, if it's something that I, I can do, fit in the schedule or, you know, it's feasible for them and me, then, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm game. 
Uh huh. Do you do a lot of that? Is that like what? What is your main source of income? Is it your products? Is it your appearances? What? What is it? Well, I don't know if you noticed about me, but I'm married. All right, so don't get too too uh, serious here. I know you want to know a lot about me now, but I do have a wife. That's um, but yeah. Yeah, see, whenever my producer gets uh, is talking to someone about being a guest, they say, what is she going to ask? And she goes, well, I tell you, she's going to go all the way back. So we go all the way back. It's just what I do. Go ahead. Yeah, I I don't think I've told this much stuff to the priest, you know, at the local church. Um, But yeah, no, (laughs) yeah, my my main source of income is definitely, uh, you know, products and and then really just the support of the people you know like the people who support Uh the page the people who buy the stuff the people buy the cookbook you know Mm -hmm. and that's why if you listen to me i don't ever really say my followers or people following me you know they they follow the page you know it's a platform i'm very fortunate and blessed to have it and be a part of it but uh you know you know you are the star of it you are the star of it and i guarantee you're working your butt off if you're editing how often do you post something? I try to post a little, little bit of something every day. You know, as far as like a, a an actual you know newer video, you know those those come not as often as they used to. Mainly because ever since I dropped the cookbook, you know, there's been a lot more obligations, and, right. and uh, you know people have asked me to participate in a lot more things. Um, but you know, thankfully, you know, uh, there's a it's a really awesome fan base. I'm, I'm very grateful to be part of it, and and and. Um, there's, you know, I don't know even what more to say about the people who support it. That is yeah. just awesome people. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a fun thing. I mean, it's like you're doing something that you love, which is always uh, a wonderful way to stay uh, happy and healthy. So the garden show, is this your first one that you're doing the home and garden show? Uh, no, actually I did it last year. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sponsored through lifestyle appliances. Uh, it's a great company out over in Elmwood. You know, they got appliances from, you know, the, the person who's just moving into their little apartment to, you know, Elon Musk himself. You know, they, they have really just a wide plethora of cool stuff. So I get to be part of their booth again this year, and, uh, and I'm, that's why I'm going to be cooking it up. Okay. What are you cooking up? Uh, you got to come to find out. <laughs> What is so? I don't know. I don't know anything about uh, what the going rate is to get into the home and garden show. Are you able to speak to that? Uh, I have no clue either. I, luckily, I'm I'm part of the show, so I get to just walk on in. Well, you have to entice people a little bit by giving them something that they might want to see. I mean, I, yeah. I I'm so. going to be there. You're going to see me. <laughs> I was about to say, I know you're charming and all that, but uh, what if they don't want to see what you're cooking and they want to see something else? Or what if there's something really fantastic that they've seen on your social media platform and they want to know if you're going to be doing that tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? Hey, what if you and I were in Florida right now? (laughs) We wouldn't even be here. You know why? Because we'd be in Florida. That's why. Okay. Well, I hope your wife didn't hear that. Anyway, uh, all right, so when are you going to be there? The whole weekend? Yes, I will okay. be there the whole weekend. Okay. Friday, and- Saturday, Sunday. I okay. mean, I, you know, I got my time slots. To, you know, on Friday, I'll be cooking from 3 to 5, Saturday, okay. 1 to 3, and then um, Sunday from 2 to 4. 
Okay, so if they want to see you do some actual cooking, three to five tomorrow, one to three Saturday, is that what you said? Yes. Okay, and then Sunday is what? Saturday and Sunday, Sunday two to four. Two to four, okay. And so you're going to cook up a dish, and I guess people will get to taste some of it? Correct. I will be cooking for the public, and uh, they'll kind of get to see me go through the whole process, and when we're done, we'll, we'll hand out samples. Okay. And we'll hand out samples till we run out. Okay. So are you going to also be selling some of your products there? Will you be selling your cookbook? Will you be uh, selling your spices? I know Lifestyle Appliance has uh, products on hand, and they will be selling them uh, Uh through through their business. Uh, But, yes, there will be some products for sale. And should anyone buy a cookbook, I will sign it for them, and more than likely will be worth $3 on eBay. (laughs) Okay, so you will have cookbooks there. What is the name of your cookbook? Paya, the Cajun Ninja's Cookbook. <laughs> okay, say that again because that's I can see why that became kind of a hit. Say it again. It's Paya. Paya. Okay, and uh, Paya, the Cajun Ninja Cookbook, and is it strictly South Louisiana recipes? And if you didn't really have a repertoire of things that you cooked how did you come up with a cookbook so quickly when did it come out well the cookbook came out in 2022 and i started the page in 2016 so if you think that's quickly you know what (laughs) i got some problems moving forward well i tell you i mean i know a little bit about what it takes to do a cookbook and uh you know you have to um first of all, have enough recipes to fill it. And then, of course, you have to test test them and all that. So uh, I think in your case, it seems like getting the recipes would be uh, the hardest part. But if you've been doing this uh, for, what is it now, eight years? Yeah. Eight years, then I guess are all of your your, um, videos – cooking or are they just various things because you said you just kind of got on and just entertain people so the the gumbo the gumbo video was early on or how long have you been actually cooking and are all of your videos cooking now yeah most of the videos i do are are cooking related videos i mean like i said um earlier that whenever i whenever the cooking had went viral in 2016 that's what i doubled down on and and move uh-huh. forward with mostly cooking, cooking related okay. videos. Okay. Well, then you could have assembled a lot of things. How, how many pages is the book? How many recipes do you have? Uh, the book has a little over 100 recipes in it. Okay. All right. But it and, has and more how much pages does it than sell that because for? there's a lot of uh, photos and what have you. Uh, but the book sells for thirty nine ninety five. It's a hardcover book. Okay. Um, it's full of uh, family photos and and, uh, you know, good times with my friends, uh, my community. Um, there's a lot of great stories in the book. It's, it's, it's something I'm very proud of. The team that, that got behind the book, they did a really good job. You know, so I'm, I'm very happy with it. Okay, so before you go, I want you to go through all of the ways that we can get to know the Cajun Ninja, all your platforms, all of your... Uh, ways to buy your book and all the the products, where can all of this stuff be found? 
Yeah, so, uh, I mean, the easiest way to find me is just, you just Google the Cajun Ninja and you can find everything, uh, you know, as far as where I'm at on social media. But, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, TikTok, you know, all, all those major social media platforms. Just type in the Cajun Ninja. I should come up. Um, my, my cookbook, if you'd like to buy it online, it's over at CajunNinjaBook.com. Okay. And then just regular seasonings and merchandise would be the CajunNinja.com. Okay. And so there, so is there a central, the, the website is CajunNinja.com? The, the website for like my merchandise and, and seasonings is uh, TheCajunNinja.com. TheCajunNinja.com. Okay. Yeah, just A centralized place for just the cookbook would be CajunNinjaBook.com. And the reason why it's two different sites is because the book is done through my publisher, whereas my, the rest of my products and merchandise are, are through my business. Okay. All right, Mr. Cajun Ninja, good luck with your, uh, your, your whole world now. It sounds like you have exploded and are doing just wonderful things that are really suited to you. And uh, no, I, you're loving them, which is kind of like a 10 out of 10. What? Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself some A-list celebrity or anything. I'm probably more like a Roman <laughs> numeral at this point. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, like I mentioned already, I'm very grateful um, and, yeah. uh, you know, to everyone listening to this, thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you at the Home and Garden Show. All right. Bye. That sounds good. All right. So do it again one more time before you go. Do it again. Paya. Paya. All right. I like it. All right. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you very Good much. luck. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. The Cajun Ninja. Paya. That's a good little catchphrase, I think. Um. I haven't seen anything that he's done. Have you, Patty? Yes, I have. I've seen him. I think he's adorable. Okay. How, how old a guy is he? He looks pretty young. Uh, probably 30s, mid-30s, oh. maybe. Yeah, he's a young guy. <laughs> okay. And and how did you find him? You know, I'm always looking for guests for your show. You know, I'm always looking around for people who cook and people uh -huh. in, in, especially close by in Louisiana and he popped up on a search that I did, and uh -huh. I just, I, I tried to get him on, I guess it was about a year or so ago, but he was out of town, and then, you know, we moved on to other things, but I've seen his videos, and I've seen some of his recipes, and I, I just, he's, he, he's just fun, he's fun. Uh-huh. Well, you know, like I said, okay, it's time for the news, we'll be back, it's 3.30, time for Louisiana Radio Network. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. Legislation to expand the methods Louisiana can use to carry out a death sentence is nearing final legislative passage. The Senate approved the bill to allow the state to use the electric chair or nitrogen gas to end a death row inmate's life. New Orleans Senator Gary Carter says the legislation is unconstitutional because the death penalty is applied in a discriminatory way. If it's an African-American accused of killing a white person, that person is exceptionally more likely to get the death penalty. That is unconstitutional. That is cruel. That is unusual. I urge you all to vote this against this. Right before the vote, Port Allen Senator Caleb Kleinpeter recognized the families of victims of death penalty cases who were watching from the gallery with Governor Jeff Landry. Today we can honor these, these families and remove the hurdles so that justice may be served for the victims. The amended bill is expected to receive final passage in the House later today. The last execution in Louisiana was in 2010 because the state cannot obtain the drugs needed to carry out a lethal injection. LRN. Tax Talk with Straight Talk. 
You give and you give. This tax season, you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a Samsung Galaxy A14 included when you buy an extended silver unlimited plan. So you can give your janky phone to your kid. Yeah! Switch to Straight Talk for plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at straighttalk.com. For network management practices, visit straighttalk.com. Device offer ends 41424. Online only. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. Whether taking on large commercial landscapes or your own backyard, let Steel help with your pursuit of the perfect cut. Introducing Steel zero-turn mowers for homeowners and pros with a wide range of features and options like our advanced four-wheel suspension system and 0% financing available. It's time to let the pursuit begin. Real Steel. Find yours at steelusa.com slash zero turn. Available at select dealers. Financing available on qualifying purchases and subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. I'm Ed Harrell, author of The Kindness Revolution. I hear a lot of ads regarding customer service, and the sponsoring company likes to say something like, our people make the difference. I want to submit that people don't make the difference. As a matter of fact, people don't make any difference. What does make the difference is how a company's people behave. People are people. They're old, young, men, women, culturally and racially different. But when they behave with a difference, treating their customers with dignity, respect, courtesy, and kindness, that difference in behavior is when people make a difference. So if you want to be different in customer service, make sure your employees understand that they do make a difference in the way they behave both to your customers and to each other. And such is the stuff of revolutions. The solar eclipse is coming in April, and you're going to be hearing a lot about it as it gets closer. You'll also be hearing about how important it'll be to have your solar eclipse glasses for your family and friends. Why not buy them from the store that promotes kindness? Simply go to shop-kindness.com and buy yours today. That's shop-kindness.com. By the way, our listeners get a 20% discount on all items, so head to shop-kindness.com and enjoy the eclipse safely with your family and friends. Remember, shop-kindness.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem. All right, we are back. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to me, I would love to talk to you about food. That's all we do. If you have some information about the Home and Garden Show, I'd love to hear about it. Five five six nine six nine six. So, just to give you an idea of how good I am online, I am still looking for the Cajun Ninja Cookbook. In all of that time, the only thing that I stopped looking for the Cajun cookbook, Cajun Ninja cookbook to do was to go put some more water in my bone broth, but I still haven't found it. Anyway, he is cute. Um, I think that he probably uh, has a, um, well, I don't know, Patty, you know more about this than I do. So you, do you pick a more of a social media favorite and then you stick with that or do you go across all platforms so are all of his audiences different from the others Uh, i don't know i'm mostly i'm mostly a facebook user i've just gotten Uh into instagram and Uh i only go to youtube like 
on his Facebook page, he mentions his YouTube channel. So I've gone there and watched uh-huh. him cook some things, but mostly I, I follow Facebook. Okay. Well, I just got a text of his, of his cookbook and that's in all of that time. I hadn't found it and now I see it, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to have to look him up on some platform. Supposedly people are watching YouTube more than anything else right now, which kind of boggles the mind, but anyway, all right. So I might have to, I might have to go to the, well, I would say I, I might have to go to the home and garden show, but just to pick up and go to the home and garden show would be some other life. So probably not, but it, well, it would be a kind of a good thing to do if, um, if it's raining outside, I think that would actually be a really fun thing to do this weekend. I mean, I wouldn't do it if it was the kind of weather we had last weekend, but if it's supposed to be raining, that might be kind of a good thing to do. Are you going, Patty? Have you thought about going? I don't know if when the last time you went to We it have was. Sherry on the phone. Oh, good. Maybe Sherry can tell us. Sherry, come on in. Hey, Marianne. Hey. So I heard you talking to the Cajun Ninja, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, I do. I can I can fill in the rest of the the questions that you had about Home and Garden Show. So okay, good. Um, it starts tomorrow. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Convention Center. And yeah, I sent you that email. It, it's we we've for decades been at the Dome, but it's under renovation. So we'll be back home in the Dome. Next year, but right this year, we'll be at the convention center. We're here last year. We're back again at the the convention center this year. Then we'll be back home when the reno is done. But um, it's their 67th year, um, and it's brought brought to you by the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. That's who sponsors the New Orleans Home and Garden Show. And um, and it's presented by Energy. So, of course, they're very thankful to have Energy as a sponsor again this year. Uh, But, yeah, it starts tomorrow, and the tickets are only 10 bucks. But they're ten bucks if oh. you get them online today. You want it okay. because at, at you know midnight tonight they'll go to the regular price, but you can get a discount. And the website is New Orleans Home Shows plural dot com. New Orleans Home Shows dot com. Or you know we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, if you just go to our Facebook page and put in New Orleans Home and Garden Show, it'll you know pop up, and there's a link there to buy the tickets as well. Oh, good. Okay, so, so is that what yeah. you're doing now? Because I was going to ask you, when you say you're still working, what are you doing? So are you with the Home and Garden Show? Actually, well, I have my business, Sable and Road and Media, handles all the social media for the Home and Garden Show. Oh, so that's okay. how I know so much. Okay. <laughs> I'm part of the team. Sable, right. Sable Road is part of the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so so the Home and Garden Show has been around, you said, 68 years did this is the 67th said? year. 67th yeah. year. Wow. I mean, that's and where, yeah, where no, did it amazing? start? I know it didn't start at the at the convention center because that wasn't around then. So where did it start? Do you know? Where was the original one 67 <laughs> yeah. years ago? That's yeah. it. Oh, I was just told the municipal auditorium. Oh gosh! Well, Thank, you. Been, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've got Mike Z in here with me, who's who's, <laughs> who's Mr. Home Show. Mike Z, who's the long, long time director, and he knows okay. everything. So that's okay. where the first one was. That would have been so, sense because that's where everything was prior to, you know, the convention center. What were you going to say? Go ahead. 
Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying, yeah, that's where everything was back okay. then. But, yeah, we're, okay. we've been making do here for a couple years and appreciative to the Convention Center for um, welcoming us, but it'll be really nice to get back home in the Dome next year. Yeah. You know? Okay, so... That'll so be exciting. Vendors s- are there. Do you know all that stuff? Yeah. Um, there's really something for everyone. Um, if, if it's someone is even considering remodeling or renovating their home, they really need to come. I mean, there's something for everyone, but even if you're not considering that, <laughs> there's something, um, there's one of the, the exhibitors, um, it really, there's really a lot. One of the exhibitors, yeah, it is. it's a, a business called Dominion USA. And it's really amazing because they're, they're right here. They're you know right here from New Orleans, but they're doing this innovative work that is just they're selling all over the United States and into other countries. But it's metal framing for housing. It's a sustainable metal framing that doesn't rot. It's resistant, like to termites, to water. Um, I forget how many mile per hour winds. It's basically indestructible, and insurance companies are giving breaks to people who build their homes with this. And um, it's really, really a cool product. And in the convention center, they just constructed um, a two-story house. It gets they can frame a house in one day. Oh wow! And there's <laughs> there's no waste out on the job site because there's no wood, there's no dumpsters and stuff. So that's a really cool product um, for food connections. Yeah, um, they're the giving away a food. They're giving away a crawfish boil, like a professional crawfish boil. It's being sponsored by Captain Sid's out in Bucktown and Crawdaddy Crew. Crawdaddy Crew is a, a mobile professional team that go out and boil seafood at your house. They sell seafood, all different kinds, but deliver it to you. And they're giving away a 75-pound hot boiled crawfish um, like party, basically. It's um, and if you buy a ticket to the home show, you're automatically entered in to win. They'll announce the winner on Sunday, and um, that's a pretty fun thing. Crawfish until just very recently been pretty hard to come by, so uh, we're excited about having that giveaway. Many other food things I've got. I mean, I'm trying to think, but there's you know. As far as the, the it's house fun. Office, you go get there's you know. little samples everywhere. You just kind of walk around. I mean, when the, the kids were little, we used to go and like you know eat little samples and then watch them do their cleanup stuff, and and it was fascinating. We'd never leave empty-handed. <laughs> yeah, there really point. is something for everyone, and and we're also they're going to be artists here. You know, local New Orleans artists, um, plants. If anyone's looking at doing spring gardening, there's going to be there's you know beautiful all kinds of stuff. You can go home with plants. People with pools and spas and, and grills, you know, big green eggs, um, you know, all that kind of stuff is going gonna, is gonna to be at the show. And um, there's also going to be a seminar stage that's sponsored by Muddy Dog Roofing and the Louisiana Department of Insurance is going to come and answer a lot of people's questions because insurance is a hot topic, as they all know right now in Louisiana, to try to help people kind of maneuver through that process. So, Bill, and then the Cajun Inch will be cooking on the Lifestyle Appliances stage. Um, He's got times Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and he will be giving away samples. I don't know yet what he's cooking either, um, but he will be giving out samples and signing cookbooks for people who are in the audience. And he really is, he is, he's really a trip of guy. He's really, he's a funny guy. Uh And um, he put on a really good show last year. 
So um, we've got him back again this year. So Who else is in that uh, lifestyle stage where you know they're going to be doing cooking? Who are some of the other people? He's the only one. Doing? He's the only one who's cooking. And they've had an oh. impasse. They've had different professional chefs from around the city who've come in, and they've had different things at different times. They had a oh. junior chef challenge. Um, I believe that was maybe two years ago, and they had a bunch of kids cooking, which was really, really cool, and competing uh-huh. with an Osher Eat Fit Challenge, and that was fun with all the junior chefs. Um, but um, but he is the only one he'll be who actually be cooking okay. tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday. All right. Well, as usual, you are a wealth of knowledge, and uh, and I appreciate you calling. We have a break right now that we have to go to. Uh, if you can stay on, if you want to talk about one of your list of restaurants, because I know you were going to call back and do that if you have time, and if not, uh, we can do it another time. But I need to take a break. I will call. Yeah, go to break. I'll call you back next week with more scoop on my restaurants. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Sherry. All right. Chisacy ham. That is the ham. It is our ham. It is a local iconic company. Chisacy has been around 115 years with their wonderful VIP ham, which has a silky texture and a delicious flavor. It's great for sandwiches. It folds so nicely when they slice it at the deli. Ask them to slice some at the deli for you. It might not be Right there, pre-sliced, but they certainly have it. Ask for Chisacy ham. It's our ham. 115 years, the Chisacy brothers have been in business. Their portfolio is not only the Chisacy VIP ham. They also have a bone-in ham. They have a roast beef. They have the uh, Schatz chili that we all love and grew up with. Uh, several different kinds of sausages. You can go to their website, chisacybros.com, and see the full portfolio of their products. Chisacy VIP Ham, it's ours. We'll be back after this. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294. 4815 Conti Street. I won't dance. Don't ask me. I won't dance. Don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Okie dokie. I also want to tell you about Angelo Bricado. It's another iconic New Orleans company. Been around for, now I'm going to do math on the air. I should never do that. Uh, let's see, 118, 19 years. Angelo Bricado came here in 1905. So what is that? 19 years. Uh, with all the other Italian immigrants, he came with two recipes from the old country. One was the Torrencino, the vanilla ice cream with cinnamon flavor and chips of almonds, and also granita or lemon ice. So many other things you can get there now. They have, after two moves, he was deep in the French Quarter with all the Italian immigrants, and then he has moved once and then twice. Obviously, it's the fourth generation. His uh, his great grandson Arthur and his lovely wife Jolie 
operate it now at 214 North Carrollton, a block off Canal. So many wonderful things. There's the best cannoli ever, as Tom has always said, that is made fresh every Wednesday on the cannoli line. The crispy shell with the soft ricotta and the pistachios on the ends. They have real Italian gelato made with the real Italian flavorings, which make it gelato. They have torrencino, the lemon ice or granita. They have spumoni, Italian cheesecake, tiramisu. They have the baba rum cake, which is kind of hard to find. It's a local specialty. Also turnovers and strudel. They have in another case slices of baked Alaska, which are yummy. And real Italian nougat, plus those little cookies you'll be seeing on all the St. Joseph's altars around town. Angelo Bricado, it is not only a delicious treat. It is a whole experience. It's like walking into the old country Go sit at their little cafe tables and just soak it all in. I truly believe there is no place else like it in the whole of the United States. And we have it right here. It's a treasure. Angelo Bricados, 214 North Carrollton, a block off Canal. 5569696 is the number. We have only 10 minutes left of the show. If you would like to chat about some place you've been, I would like to hear it. Or something you have cooked. Because... We did not go anywhere yesterday, and um, what I'm going to cook is um, really, well, I would say not all that interesting, but I kind of think it is kind of interesting. It's, it's you know, one of my goofy things about using leftovers. <laughs> Let's go to Doug. <laughs> you know, Tom would be going, oh, what is she doing to my show? All right, go ahead. Hi, Doug. Hey, Marianne. Hey. Um. Uh- got a question for you uh i'm running into a roadblock for uh this saturday for lunch mm-hmm. uh, for my birthday oh happy and birthday every, yeah how about that i stopped counting yeah uh, good good idea <laughs> 29 that's it um everywhere everywhere good that we kind of wanted to go is not open for lunch on saturday well, lunch on Saturday has always been kind of a hard thing. Are you talking about over on the North Shore? Or are you talking about yeah, my, yeah, my Primarily. son's coming and he he can't really. He's kind of on a time crunch, so we can't really go across the lake. Okay, so North Shore. Now Chifunctus was doing uh, Saturday and Sunday, but it doesn't look like they are. So nope. you want something nice? Are you looking for something yeah. nice? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. Well, so lunch <laughs> on Saturday. Hmm. That is going to be kind of challenging, I think. I'm, I'm going to say I have to think about that. Have you checked yeah, Dakota? Only... Have you checked Dakota? Yeah, we. I took my wife there for her birthday, and uh, it was the food was fine, and it just it didn't move her too much. I don't, I have to say this. I love that restaurant. I would, you know, in there, but I think that the food needs a little bit of attention. I would say it, it definitely. And one of the reasons we went, I wanted to try that coconut cake. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, who is it? His mom makes it or somebody? Yes. Uh huh. His mom makes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So she no. had been ill, unfortunately. And they were oh, I didn't up. know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> now, look, I oh, so you don't want to go to Dakota because uh, they are open on Saturday at lunch from 11 to 1. Yeah. Rest a while is open Saturday for lunch, too. Yeah, that's that, not that was the, that's at the top of the list. So oh, far. okay. Well, that's kind of casual, though. I thought you meant like you know. Yeah, but you know, I'll, yeah. I'll sacrifice <laughs> for good food. Well, it is going to be good, and but you know, it's yeah, probably but, if it's going to be raining, then it's probably not. Uh, you know, you're going to get inside. Right. One of the main reasons I go to rest a while, not that the food isn't wonderful as it is, but. Um, but I like to sit outside and you'll have to sit inside uh, if it's raining. So, but yep. yeah, I mean, that settles it. If that's a place that you consider uh, appropriate for going on your birthday, then that's a good place. I mean, the you can't beat the food and uh, it's a cool place. So if that works and I would say that works, you know, I mean, I, really I, I can't think of any place else that is that, um, fancy i mean it's too bad dakota's not open well i mean they would say it's too bad dakota's not all that great but because that's a really nice place you know i mean i was thinking how nice that was uh just yesterday thinking god i wish so i could we were go there because going to slide L, i don't like even. the food <laughs> god what and, uh, we were thinking about going to slide L, and yeah one of the one of the nostalgic places that we Hadn't been to in a long time is Nathan's. Yeah, uh huh. That we used to go with my parents mm, when they li- mm-hmm. when they lived in Slidell. Uh huh. And well, uh, I, I always thought his food was really good. It is good. It is good. I really like it. Yeah, so, but but that's that's going somewhere. I mean, that's you know. Right. Yeah. It's it, still so, twenty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's definitely. I can get going across somewhere. the lake and that. <laughs> exactly. That's right. And open up your possibilities a lot more. But I think if you like rest a while, I mean, it's not, look, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing that isn't nice about rest a while. I mean, that guy's serving really nice food. That's that's first class food. So it's a little bit casual. But that's, been, you know, yeah. yeah. But the service is impeccable. And that's what. Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't work for him if you're going to be a. Uh, right. If you're going to slouch. That's right. Yeah, absolutely true. Well, that's that's the obvious answer then. If you don't, if you don't want to do Dakota, if Chifunctus isn't open, then uh, then you got to really kind of scratch your head. And I would say the next level uh, would be rest a while. So if that works, that works. That's it. There's your answer. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Happy birthday. Right. Bye. Okay, I'm ten thanks. years older, by the way. I'm thirty nine. Oh, okay. I'll be 39 next year. (laughs) All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. 556-9696 is the number. If you want to talk to me, I would love to talk to you. You know, Thomas always said that if you are looking for something good on Saturday, it's always a challenge. But I think there are places who have opened up Saturday and it's, uh, you know, I, like I know that there was a time, I think at least, that Chifunctus was doing a Saturday brunch, but I guess they've not, uh, they didn't keep up with it or just doing Sunday. Um, I, I, you know, I could have, you know what I was going to say? I could have thought about Tavi, but Tavi is, you know, 
you got to be in the mood for that. Uh, the Gloriette, I forgot about Gloriette. I'm sure that Gloriette is open if you want to go someplace nicer. Um, that would be actually a good one if you have a, a birthday, I think. Oh, you know what's you know what's happening tomorrow? I forgot about this. And I, I think I want to do this. Uh, tomorrow, the Southern Hotel starts their French Fridays, which sounds super fun. And it is, um, okay, yeah, I'm looking at the Gloriette. The Gloriette's open from 7 to 2 on Saturday. So, Doug, if you're still listening, Gloriette is an option if you want to go fancier. I do think the food there is good. Uh, so those would be two. That's just two, though. Um in the bar, the restaurant, and the courtyard, starting tomorrow from 11 to 7, the Southern Hotel has $5 French champagne, French 75s, French wines, and uh, bites like fries, uh, croque monsieur, things like that. Not for $5. Those are other prices. But uh, they're going to be doing that for uh, I don't know how long. But anyway, Fridays starting tomorrow. French Fridays, they're calling it. Hi, George. Hey, Tom and Marianne. How y'all doing? We are good. What's going on with you? Oh, none. I heard the show. Pretty good show. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not going to the um, to the home and garden show to the home show this year. Yeah, well, you see enough it's, of it's that, George. That's your business. You're you're around that stuff all the time. <laughs> Probably yeah, want to get away know, from like it. Said, and like you said, uh, you know, you, you can't walk out of there without buying something. That's for sure. You can't. Yeah. Uh, we went like five, six years ago, and, and um, I came across a good product. Um, Mike's all-purpose seasoning. A guy uh -huh. from out of Mississippi. Yeah. I don't know if you ever tried that seasoning. And I just looked mm -hmm. it up on Amazon. <clears throat> and I held on to that bottle for the longest, Marianne. It was that good. But um, I'm going to order some on Amazon. They got it for like $14. But if we get it, that's what, 3.5 ounce? Mm -hmm. If you get the big bottle, 25 ounces, it's like $25. Uh -huh. It's so cheap. But um, that was real, real, real good. I like putting that on everything. Yeah, the I like that better show. than You get Tony. good stuff. You get good stuff. Yeah. You can't and resist Some guy it. from uh, from Mississippi, Springs, Mississippi. Uh -huh. and, and also, uh, was calling to ask you about the pork cracklings. What size do you like the pork cracklings? Is that the small size or you like the big ones? Okay, so you're talking about bagged pork cracklings? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you know, that's, those okay. are the small ones. And then they have some like the size yeah. of a banana, you, you know, the real large. Yeah. Ones. Right. Yeah, I like the Which small ones. Which ones do you prefer? I like the small okay, ones. Okay, the small ones. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know the big ones. I, I use that for seasoning, for seasoning, mm. especially my beans. Uh huh. And then, uh, of course, I get them for my deal. And um, I do agree, they have to be fresh, because if they're not, I, I don't like them if they're not fresh. Well, now, George, I'm talking about the cracklins that have the meat on them. And, and oh, yeah, just, that's what I'm yeah. talking about, too. Oh, oh okay. Now, okay. you see, these, these right here, they, they, they're doing big, like the size of banana. 
Well, you got most of it is meat, and then you have the fat. You, you know, you got the skin. No, no, no. I like the smaller ones. Okay. I forgot about IDL. Yeah, yeah. They do have cracklings, mm-hmm. huh? But they okay. don't sell the small ones. Oh, now, I did okay. come across some small ones um, at Dollar Tree. What? Yeah, that's what I don't think we're about. talking what? about the same thing, George. We're talking about the same thing. We're talking about the same thing. I don't think so. But look, I forgot the name of this place. <laughs> it's across the river. It's across the river on on, on Bell Chase. Yeah. It's like uh, maybe about a mile away from the uh, West Bank Expressway. I'm going to try to call you back tomorrow. Yeah. They got yeah, some of the best run. ones I ever tasted. Really? Okay. okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, George. All right. Bye-bye. Nomenu.com. N-O-M-E-N-U.com. You'll find all kinds of things about New Orleans food in particular, but food in general as well. It's Tom's 50-year body of work. N-O-M-E-N-U.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. We have things like that French Friday in there and uh, and all kinds of other things. Instagram, at the New Orleans menu. You can follow us there. WGSN New Orleans, time for the news. USA Network, 4 o'clock. Good night. See you tomorrow.